so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. A big thank you always to RJWeb for his kind introductions, and a big thank you to our listening audience. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us today for our study of the Word of God. A passage we refer to often in our studies is 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Kind friends, we are humbled and honored with the calls and comments we receive here on the International Gospel Hour, thanking us for our constant use of Scripture in our studies with you. We take this very seriously, yet we have the joy of the charge and the challenge before us. And when we think about that, we look at what follows 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, right into 2 Timothy chapter 4 that says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Dear friends, one cannot preach the word without respecting and embracing the authority of the Scriptures, the very word of which they are to preach. The warning of turning our ears away from the truth is quite clear and emphatic. Sometimes we seek out those who will tell us what we want to hear, rather than those that tell us what we need to hear. Every word of the Scripture is important, and today we'd like to look at a chapter that is a, if you will, a must chapter. Now, please note All texts, all scriptures would fall under the must for one to be as God would have one to be. Recently, while reviewing and planning our broadcast, I came across a beautiful observation my friend and brother in Christ, Mark Posey, put forth with John chapter 3 and all the musts therein. Let's make that our study today. I think you will find it profitable. But first... How about another study of interest that you can do at home absolutely free? Let's listen to our J-Web. Kind listeners, would you love to know more about Jesus? To know more of the victory one has in Christ? We have a special study in one booklet called Victory in Jesus, and it is absolutely free. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our study. Like all chapters in the Bible, John 3 is a must-read chapter of the Bible. There are four prominent musts in John 3. Let's consider them, if you will. In John 3 and verse 7, we see the sinner's must. You must be born again. A spiritual birth came forth from this discussion with Jesus and Nicodemus. Jesus clearly taught Nicodemus this is a spiritual birth of the water and of the Spirit. The and between water and of the Spirit is a coordinating conjunction which expresses that both must be together. It is the same use, for example, as in Mark 16.16, that says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. An individual that believes must also be baptized in order to be saved due to the and there, the coordinating conjunction. Faith without baptism will not save a person. Shall we say faith alone without baptism shall not save a person? Let us also say that baptism alone without faith or repentance or any change will not save a person. So the and that is there of water and of the Spirit, used as the coordinating conjunction, lets us know how we are born again. The phrase born again is also seen in 1 Peter 1, 22 and 23. Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Dear friends, how would Peter have read born again? When he wrote down born again through inspiration, how would he read that? Would he not also acknowledge the preaching he brought forth with the apostles, the preaching of the word on Pentecost in Acts 2 and verse 38? Well, without a doubt. And later in this same book, Peter writes in 1 Peter 3.21, there is also an antitype which now saves us, baptism, not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. One must be born again. There is no other option there, dear friends. Number two, let us see the Savior's must. We now drop down to verse 14 of John 3. So must the Son of Man be lifted up. The verse says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. This reference is to Moses and the children of Israel in Numbers 21, beginning with verse 4. Sadly, the people were discouraged to the point that they spoke against God and Moses. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and when the people confessed they had sinned, and asked for the serpents to be taken away, the Lord commanded Moses to put a serpent of brass upon a pole. And if the serpent had bitten any man, and that man would look upon that pole, he would live. John 3 continues that if one believes in Christ, one looks upon the cross, and is obedient unto God, that individual will not perish. 
A beautiful context in John 3 that concludes of the believer's actions we find in verse 21. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be manifest, that they are wrought in God. That tells me when I believe in God, I need to do truth, to take truth and to be obedient. When I come to the light, then I need to be obedient to the light, that being Christ. And that our deeds and our labors are wrought in God, not because of our works of merit, but the works that God puts forth for us as well. As we're here seeing the Son of Man lifted up, let's look upon the cross of Christ for just a moment and listen to this very special gift we'd like to send to you, our brother Jay. Hey friends, for listening today, we'd like to send you absolutely free a book titled The Glory and Agony of the Cross. May we send it to you? Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Cross Book. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Cross Book. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information name, address, and type CROSSBOOK. We'll send it right away. We trust this study of the cross of Christ will be encouraging. Let's go back to Jeff. Now, thirdly, we see the sovereigns must. He must increase. This is from John 3 and verse 30. Now, from verse 25 and following of John chapter 3, we see that John's disciples are speaking to him of Christ and how people were coming unto Christ instead of John. John the Baptist knew his part in the plan of God. Thus, he has no problem telling his disciples that Christ is the one who would increase. Isaiah 40 and verse 3 prophesies of John the Baptizer preparing the way of the Lord, and this we find fulfilled in Matthew 3 and verse 3. Jesus was the one. After all, in John 1.29, when John saw Jesus coming toward him, he said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. And Jesus fulfilled the eternal purpose of God in coming to this earth to redeem man. Passages such as Ephesians 3.9-12 show Christ in the eternal purpose of God, and Revelation 13 and verse 8 reminds us that He was slain from the foundation of the world, God knew redemption would be through His Son Christ before He even created the worlds. And finally, we see the servants must. John says again in John 3 and verse 30, He must increase, but then John says, I must decrease. This is a concluding thought from our previous point, and John had no problem acknowledging he would decrease. For our application here today, please recall the words of the Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew 10:24. The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. And if one is to be a servant of Christ, one must be willing to serve, or as in the words of Paul in Romans 6, 17 and 18, these individuals who had obeyed the gospel, But God be thanked, you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you, Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of God, or servants of righteousness. What a great study of these must of John 3. 
And dear friends, please know that a must cannot be and is not an option. We must be born again. We must see the Son of Man lifted up and come to the cross. We must see the increase of Christ, and we must decrease our lives to be in submission to Him. Oh, dear friends, thank you for joining me today, and let's continue our studies together, shall we? Again, thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. Let's continue our studies. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.